welcome to episode number 20 of wow. Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net. I'm joined, as always, by... Sam Townsend Music from samtownsendmusic.ro. Dot R-O. That strikes me as a Romanian address. Yes, yes well you see. Um, Georgie Kinkladze? Indeed. Is that right? Florian Radachoye? Well, conceivably. Dan Petrescu. Yes. And other uh, Romanian footballers. Muntianu. You're very good at this. Dumitrescu. Fantastic. Was what I said right? You said Georgie Hadji, yeah, that's right. I didn't, I said Conclescu. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't remember what I said. You said Hadji. Yes, indeed. I love Romania, and I loved them ever since USA 94. You have said and often that to team. Me. I, I edited my sensible soccer team to be Romania. You did. You did. Those, Does anybody else remember sensible soccer? Players. My word. Yeah, a lot of them came to England after 94, which is why we know of all their names. The great thing, I think, was caning it down the wing in sensible Adrian soccer. Adrian Ely. Well, quite. Running down the wing in sensible soccer, and you could do some really good crosses. Oh, you could shoot from the halfway line on the score. You could. Oh, what a great game it was. Anyway, we digress. We do. 20th episode of Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. Congratulations to you. That is one-fifth of a decade. And by decade, I mean century. Mm. And that means 100. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, one-fifth of 100 fortnights. Did we ever think we would get to this point? No. No, I don't think we did. But we've had a... We've had a it's not one-fifth of 100 fortnights, because there was a four-month gap between episode a, two and three. <laughs> there was a huge lull. But we did... We've had a... Uh, hell of a time. We've we had, had some, an absolute whale of a time. We've had some damnably good laughs. We have. And, uh, yeah, brilliant to be here. It's wonderful. It's, With um, my brother on a Friday night. Worth stating that it's three minutes three minutes past six in the evening. Yes. On Friday the 6th, and it's not dark. So that's great news yeah. for everyone who hates winter. So I had a mouthful of beer, but that is fantastic news for all. It is. We're, we are now... In, officially in the springtime. Well, talking about fantastic news, I haven't run this past you yet. No. But I have received an email from Norway. A Norwegian... A Nor- well, we'll see. It came in and... Uh, um, Must have been from... Have I got a Norwegian website? I don't think I have. Have I? No, you haven't. But I'm expecting a flood from Romania shortly. Mm. Listen to this. Seriously, listen to this. This is potentially great news for the podcast. Go on. Um... It's from a Mrs. Anna H. Brun. Uh, Anna Brun. Anna Brun, if you like that Norwegian. However, I will say Brun. My dear friend, she starts, my name is Mrs. Anna H. Brun from Norway. Mm. I know that this message will be a surprise to you. It was. Of course. I was was thinking she's fishing for an ambassadorship here, a Norway ambassadorship. Go on. Um, This is where I started to get more interested. Firstly, I married to Mr. Patrick Brune, a gold merchant who owns a small gold mine in Syria. Right. How much money does she want you to send her? Listen, no, well, zero. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Listen to this. He's a gold merchant who owns a small gold mine in Syria. He unfortunately died of cardiovascular disease in mid-March 2001. Right. But during his lifetime, he deposited a sum of, and listen to this, 8.5 million euros in the bank of the capital city of Burkina Faso in West Africa. Right. Now, I'm still waiting to hear why, when she's going to ask for an ambassadorship. <coughs> Go on. Listen to this. Listen to this. She's sending the message, praying that it reaches me in good health, because she, she's not in good health e- either, and she is on the edge of dying. Oh, God. Tragic, I thought. We'll give her a, 
a non give her a badge. She we'll needs give a, badge. a badge. She needs a badge. We'll send her a badge. Yeah. So I, 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 I said if that. only her husband had received a badge before he died <laughs> in 2011. <laughs> Listen to this. All we need to do to receive the 8.5 million, yeah. is send her our bank details. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful news. I know. Can you imagine how many badges we could buy with that? Oh, that would keep us afloat for years. We would have 8.5 million. We could sponsor. We could sponsor ourselves. We could sponsor ourselves. We could open we could, our own brewery. We could sponsor the Red Hot Chili Peppers University Speaking Podcast Brewery and sponsor ourselves. Damn you. When you started this, I really thought that a millionaire had got in touch with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I scrolled down further and um, she doesn't actually ask to be uh, uh, yeah, an so ambassador. put all that money in the central back of Burkina Faso. Yes. It's all they're waiting for us. All it needs is our bank details. <laughs> now, um, Fantastic. she does say that she needs an urgent answer. Yeah, of course. If, so uh, they'll be able to transfer the money to our bank account. So, so presumably uh, you've given her the details and we've already got the money. I went ahead straight away. Yeah, without consulting me. Without consulting you. I also gave her your bank details. <laughs> oh, don't blame you. No. So uh, I can't wait to have that 8.5 million oh, deposit. great news. So if you do want a badge, we can now afford to send it wherever you'd like. You can, yeah, especially if you live in Burkina Faso. Well, of course. Oh, that's where I'm going to have to get my new website done. You are. Well, I'll contact Mrs. Brune and yeah. see if she'll... Uh, well, she might be dead by that point. That's why we have to move she's, fast. She's it was critically urgent. ill. She is critically ill. But what an offer. What a lovely woman. Oh, that's absolutely great news. So, we also had an email in from Will Roney. William Roney. William H. Roney. May or may not have the middle name that starts with H. No. Uh, but Will, Will Roney emailed yes. in and we'll on that, applied right? to be the German ambassador. Yes, and, and we would like to say, go on. Congratulations, Will. You're in. You're in, mate. Yeah. You're in like Flynn. Yeah. Uh, and also sent us his address. He did, yeah. So Which that- we passed straight onto Anna Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> With his bank So details. he's going to be getting some of the 8.5 mil. Yeah, you're in line for 8.5 million euros. A little slice of that pie. You're minted. Um, and so as soon as the badges land with us... They'll be, they'll be winging There will be one winging its way to Will, German ambassador for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, well, I'm going to Germany in a few months, so... Um, will I, you be close to Dusseldorf or Dusseldorf? No, I'm going to... I, I mean, my German geography is reasonably weak, but I'm not going to Dusseldorf or Dusseldorf. So, um... How, should we um, we'll settle on a way of pronouncing it? We'll post it. What I could do is take it with me to Stuttgart. You could. And... Post it from Germany, it'd be a lot cheaper. Frankfurt and Berlin, and post it from the closest city. Clever. I'm really I'm doing the rounds in Germany in the you summer. You certainly are. You're going to see Pearl Jam, as I, as I understand. Two, twice in a week. Brilliant. Yeah, looking forward to it. Now, Will also, in his new position as ambassador, yes. German ambassador, yes. asked a question about yeah, right. what our thoughts were on Chili's covers, mm. what, we'd, what are our favourite covers, and what we would like to see them cover in an ideal world. Yes. And that got me thinking about Chili's covers, and they went back to the fact that the Chili's actually, if you think back to the earlier, the mm. earlier years, kind of up to Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Yes, they've on on their first few albums they covered what seven, eight, eight actual covers on yeah, their on their albums. Yeah. Oh yeah, they've always liked to cover Hank Williams on the original album, a Hank Williams song. Yes, a bit of uh, the Meters with Hollywood on Freaky Styley, Sly and the Family Stone. Bit of Yertle Turtle. Mm, that's right. Uplift, of course, had a bit of Bob Dylan. Stevie and Hendrix on Mother's Milk. Yeah. And then a bit of uh, Robert Johnson on... Bud but Jim what Sucks. I love about the way they do their covers is that when you hear them, 
you, although you know, obviously, it is a cover, you, it can, in some cases, be so far removed from the original that it almost sounds like an original song. Yeah, that's nice. And that's... That's, that's, that's quality. And that's, that's the great thing about covering a song. Make it your own. Yeah, make it your own. Now, Will has said that his favourites mm. are the Castles Made of Sand, uh, Castles Made of Sand from the Blood Sugar era. Yes. Funkadelic Standing on the Verge of Getting It On from Saturday Night Live. And there's other versions of that song on, on YouTube that you can watch. Yeah. Great, great song. Great song. Um, and he, he talked to us on his email about why he loves their Teenager in Love cover. He's got a, a really personal reason, which I'm not going to go into on air. No. But a really personal reason for loving that song. And, it, and he, uh, after, after there, was an, there was an event in his life, he, he listened to this song and, and it became part of him. And on a completely serious note, it is the power of music to, to make you feel better, to take you back to times in your life, to give you happy memories. Um, Indeed. Yeah. Nothing special or funny to say about that, but music is a fantastic thing for touching your soul. It is. Now, talk to me. Oh, no, Will would like to see some maybe straight-up funk. Maybe Sly and the Family Stone. Thank you for letting me be myself as a mm. suggestion. And maybe some super heavy classic punk, maybe Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones. Sure. Two good suggestions. I'm more, I will admit I'm more familiar with Blitzkrieg Bop by the Ramones. I will admit that too. <laughs> okay. Admission's over. So it got us to thinking, what would what are your favourite what are your favourite covers? Well what are your favourite covers that the Red Hot Chili Peppers I, have done? I mean I I I too like really like Castles Made of Sand. I too really like Teenager in Love. Yeah. And I discovered or I listened to that song more more than I ever have when I was in New Zealand. Which, which one? Two th- uh, Teenager in Love. Go on. Back in 2005. But my favourite is, without a shadow of a doubt, Havana Affair. You're absolutely right. We're not going to be clever or subtle here. No. It's Havana Affair for me. Yeah. Why? Because it's the best? Uh, well, I love Havana Affair because... It's the, the best. It's a great song, in its original form. But yeah. like I say, it's a different form of song when the Chili's do it. Yeah. The Chili's version... The, uh, the Chili's recorded version is great yeah and the live version that they played around yeah uh, around the By The Way era is fantastic and John's live version at ATP was also fantastic and uh, John's live version at ATP you sound like a man who was there I was there you sound like a man who was given a plectrum I was given well I wasn't the man though who who um, requested a Ramon song no he ah, was stood near me yeah and he, shout, he was shouting for quite a long time you know do a Ramon song and John said which song would you like to hear, um, Havana Affair or Today You Love Tomorrow the World? Right, and, and what did he go for? We all, everybody shouted Havana Affair, yeah, and he played Havana Affair. Thank God! And what a tune it is! Yeah, it was brilliant. Now I also love almost as much as Havana Affair, the um, Beach Boys "I Get Around" cover that, yes. they, that they did um, in what two thousand and seven. Yeah, that's. A, I'm glad you brought that up. That is a masterclass. Every single person in, uh, out of those four people on stage yeah. sounds phenomenal. It's amazing. And the, the backing singing, the intertwining of Flea's lower stuff, the Swan's mid-range stuff, and John's, um, John's falsetto is, is the in, awesome. The intertwination. The intertwination. Yeah, of all those things. Is great. It's brilliant. That is a great song. And is that just a live one they did, or did they record it? 
you catch me with a mouthful of beer again. Mm. Well, I heard there is, um, you can buy a... Uh, answer the question. Rock, you can, I will answer the question. You can buy a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, Chili six-song EP of them doing covers. Right. Some of them are live and some of them are album versions. Yes. And when okay. I heard the... What's the answer to my question? <laughs> when I heard the, uh, the, um, the version that isn't, you, where you don't see them doing it live, mm. I at first assumed that it was a, a studio version because it's so good. Mm. When in fact, when you actually listen to it at the end... It's live. It's a live version. They've just ditched out some of the, uh, that live, the audience. It's noise. brilliant. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's um, Anytime you do a, a live version that can be mistaken for studio version... Oh, it's got to be you pretty good. It's got to be game. pretty good or heavily tampered with. Yes. And who's, or both. It, and who's, who's to say that it wasn't tampered with? And who's to say it wasn't very good? It was very good. It was. And not to say that all, all, um, all live music should sound like an album version, because it shouldn't, or of be that tight, but God, that was a tight version. No, but when you're doing a cover of a song like that, that in its original form was very sort of heavily produced and tight, hmm. it's nice that they were able to put their own spin on it, but also perform it live in such a way that it uh, sort of... You know, you're right. You can't muck around Beach Boys songs. No, you've you got can't. to do them tight. They've got to be tight. Right. So, what would you like to see, Samuel D. Townsend, if that is your name? My, I mean, I found this pretty difficult, but I sort of harked back to a couple of weeks ago when we listened to Joe, which I thoroughly enjoyed, mm. and I thought something with a little bit of a uh, bit of reggae, you know, involved. So. I think I know where you're going here. Go I on. think I know where you're going. Go on. I think you want them to cover a Sublime song. I say anything by Sublime. Something, you know, one of their more... Give me a terrible numbers. Sublime song that you'd like them to cover. Well, what no. What about that? What was that one uh, where there's some police coming? Isn't no, that not that one. Isn't no, that all the no, Sublime songs? No, I'll, I'll say something like... Uh, what about the ones rear? where they're smoking some weed? Isn't that, that all? The, one, that, that one. Is that no, all the Sublime no. songs? I'll say. I'll just say Santa Ria by Sublime, uh, but I'm not fast. Anything, anything with that reggae backbeat would, uh, I think, would interest me. Well, I have. have you, is that it? That's it. Okay. Well, I've got a couple. Okay. I would love to see them cover Hey Joe, if they haven't. Right. And if they have, then I'll search it out. I love Hey Joe, the Hendrix tune. Hey Joe, they do Hendrix really well. John is. Uh, is John is Hendrix uh, reincarnated. He is, yes, yeah. And uh, I think they'll do that great because I think the Swan will sing it well. I think that uh, John will be able to do the high backing vocals. Yes, I think that sound amazing. And then a massive. For some reason, I, I just cannot get Hey Jude out of my head now. That you... <laughs> okay. okay, well they can cover Hey Jude. They could do they Hey Jude if they wanted to. I'd like to see a good version of Don't Fear the Reaper because right. after the drum battle with Will Ferrell, yes, they do Don't Fear the Reaper, and yeah. it is terrible. And by terrible. You mean terrible, right? It's, I you did. Have you seen it? You've seen the drum yeah, battle, yeah, 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 and yeah, then they it. come out and they are shocking. So a good cover make of "Don't Fear the Reaper." So to speak. yeah, make amends, make up for that. Okay. So I'd like, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see them. Oh, got, hang on, you said two. What, you, you well, know. I've got four. Well, oh, right. See. Yeah, so I meant a couple. A couple of couples. A couple of couples. Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. They've covered the Clash before. I'd like to see them cover. It's a staple. If you're British and you saw the Levi's ad where the guy strips down in the laundrette and puts his clothes in the washing machine yeah which always stuck in my mind of course it did for some reason yeah should I stay or shall I go yeah a great great tune great tune and again it's got loads of backing vocals which Flea could do because they start doing the Spanish I think backing vocals si. in that si 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 ah we bon 
Je m'appelle Ben Townsend. He's off on Jamie. That's what you got to do. It's Ben Townsend. He starts doing his GCSE French. Pray de la Southampton. Um, I've got two sisters. Uh, no, one sister. Yeah. Une sœur and trois frères. Yeah. J'adore le red hot chili peppers. I like to see him cover. Um, uh, and it's another Beach Boys connection. I like to see him cover back in the USSR. Right, hang on a minute. This hang is on, no, out of wait, wait. This is the last one. Right, which fine. Is, you said back in the USSR. Which is it. a Beatles parody slash tribute to the Beach Boys. So I think they'd be able to do back in the USSR really well. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I had some opinions oh, on the question. Will, Will asked this question. Sorry, sorry Will. Own... Sorry, Will. Sorry about this, Will. He's gone over the top. Yeah. I'm sorry that I had opinions on a question by a new ambassador. Well, we, we can talk about this at the official meetings. Right. So, I think we've covered everything we needed to cover there. Yeah, we have. I think. In depth. I'm sure everybody's thoroughly... Everybody, everybody's probably switched off. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing this week? We are doing the second half of the album... The Getaway. Ah, The Getaway. Produced by Brian... Danger Mouse. Burton. And to recap, I found the yes. first half to be... started off extremely strongly. You were delighted. Um, it... Tapered it off somewhat. tapered off somewhat for me. Yeah. To the point where at the end of the last podcast, we, we appeared to compare it to a cow. We, well, we did. Well, I'm not sure what happened there, but um, we've certainly found it funny. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it was we certainly did so we're going to get into part two of the getaway we've got seven songs to get through we have we've got the better well we've got the um, the bigger half so to speak mm. do you think bigger I, is better no I was going to say better half but then I realised that that could obviously give off certain connotations about how I felt about well, it it's too late half. you've given off those con- well, I connotations you have well it's too late this is real I life I didn't mean that I, I, can't, just meant I can't edit this out that's the bigger half seven what with seven songs. Okay, so the bigger half, seven. Yes. You've given us some connotations. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. Okay then, coming out of Go Robot. Go Robot. Now, what do you, what's your thoughts on that song? Let's see what you think first. Well, I like it. I like it. I think it's uh, you know it's pretty pretty catchy, pretty funky. Mm-hmm. The, this scary, good video. That's yeah, a great video. In the fact, the first time that we watched it, it was difficult to concentrate on the song. Yeah, second time I, I purposely closed out the video. Yeah, because you have to focus on the swans. I would say cock and balls quite a lot. Well, you do see his cock and you do see his balls. That's not his real sized. <laughs> no, I know. But there is an internal shot where they shoot from a low angle where you right. do see his cock. Anyway, let's not get bogged down in No, that. sorry. I just would like to say that as he walks away from camera, you do see his balls. Fine. I did just want to say that. Yeah, that's absolutely, <laughs> I understand. I understand. Uh, what did you make of it more importantly? Well, my first ever listen to Go Robot. Mm. Um. I did know pre that there's two bass guitars in that song. Yes, there is. I did know that. It is a double bass line song. And you, you can um, 
and knowing that I was listening to, to what was going on with the bass yeah. it's certainly a good bass guitar song you can pick out those bits yeah. of, it opens up with things. a very nice funky yeah. bass line. Look, I've got a lot of good things to say about this song yeah, and good. some mediocre things to say about this song well let's get let's, let's cut to the chase okay is it post or pre Danger Mouse oh I call him Brian Danger Mouse Burton and I would say I have to say given that it sounds like a Given that it sounds like Daft Punk. Given that it sounds like a, a Danger Mouse song. Yeah, and it, it sounds like a disco song. It sounds like Daft Punk. In fact, to the point where it rips off. It, it's so much like Daft Punk that it sounds... Look, is it <laughs> post or pre-Danger Mouse? I'm going to say post. I'm going to say that he was part of that He process. was involved. I'm saying post as well. And let's just say, underlined at the top of the page, hand claps. Yes. This album, as we said previously is dripping this song is soaked in hand claps well quite um now what did i like about this song i like i like the drums there's a lot of pre-chat i feel sorry for chad in this song oh i don't at all i think he sounds great yeah not that i don't like how he sounds but i just feel like he's just so understretched hmm well sometimes to the point where he at one point performs the world longest the world's longest drum roll Presumably, because he had nothing else to do. Well, I was going to say, I did enjoy that drum roll, but it's not a, it's not a blow your socks off drum roll. No, it's something. not. Well, and that's part of my problem with this song. It never fully takes off. Yeah, I agree. That is, in other songs, that drum roll would go into something big. There's no point in but this song. But that's the nature of the song, isn't it? That's purpose. That, and, and that's the nature of, that is the nature of, Brian of, of a lot of uh, Danger Mouse. Burton. Well, if indeed Brian Danger Mouse Burton was involved, which we have to assume he, he was, he may well he may or may not have been. We never know. No, um, and a lot of disco songs do just hold; they don't blow up into huge. No, that's right. They just hold that kind of that level. Yeah, well, if, and if we look back to another song on this album, uh, "The Getaway," hmm. you know, which we think Brian Danger Mouse Burton was involved in, that's a similar sort of trajectory. Nothing wrong with either song. But they don't have the necessary sort of arc that you might expect other, you know, other no, songs that, that's to a, take. That's a fair point. I will say The Getaway is a, is a far superior it, song to this. Yeah, I oh, know. I'm not, I'm not judging either song, but I'm saying as songs, they sort of take a fairly flat line. Yeah, okay, that's, fair, that's a fair point. But I do think that Chad's drum sound is great on this. I've got it's no problem with the sound. I've got no problem with snap. the overall part, but I'm just saying yeah. I imagine... He's under, he you, was, said, you described it as understretched. Well, he must have been pretty bored doing this song and if he was um, marginalised which is unconfirmed Mm. then stuff like this might have been the might have been the the thing that pushed him him into the margins you might be right Um, the kick drum sound though is great on this song it's great I've got no I've got as I say I've got no problem no problem with the production of the drums no I haven't but it's just you know it's a repetitive song it's too long as well. Yeah, it's a bit long, yeah. And the ending is... The ending kind of sums it up for me. It's a nothing... Well, the bridge and the ending yeah. are nothing bits. It, I, I've written exactly that. Um, you know, the, the, the solo is nothing. And the end is, for me, I, I've, I've written... Um, personified. It personifies the whole song. Because it just leaves you wondering what the hell you've just heard. So that 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 sounds a bit more negative than what you've been saying. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I, think I felt m- negative when I was doing these notes. Hmm, but you then I listened to it then now. after a couple of bevies. Oh yeah, the old classic. The old you've classic. got the speaker to yeah. a foot yeah. from your head. When I listened to it yesterday, yeah, I, I just, felt. Why are you doing this? I'm just going to move your pizza thing so I can put my book down. I 
Yeah, I did feel quite negative about it, having listened to it there. And whenever I listen to this in my car, I always sing along. I think the Swan performs really well. There's some really nice flourishes from him. Well, I think, I will say, on, on the positive side, um, the, you know, that bit, all the time when the, I want to thank you, spank you, all yeah, that, every time nice. it's that melody, yeah, 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 is, yeah, fanta- yeah. is really, really good. Yeah, yeah. I well got into that and then thought it was going to step up another level. Yeah. And it never did, but that bit's great. Yeah, no, it. it I, I, I do enjoy this song. I do, but I just feel like it's not premium chilies. I, I completely agree. It's not premium chilies, but it's good. Yeah, it's chilies. good. It's good, and it's different. Yeah, which I, I never, I would never say, you know, for, for a band not to experiment and put new ideas out there because. I enjoy listening to, to good musicians having a good time and trying new things. So. Now, there is a problem when you take that approach with musicians. Sometimes you end up with My World from User Illusion 2. Well, but that was... Uh, that, that, that's that was the, Axl that's, Rose that's gone power mad. to the extreme, yes. shall we say. I think you're right. The pre-chorus, where he's saying, tell me now or tell Can me I no... Can I just move this back? Sorry, this yes, is right this, this will face. cause a, a big noise on the podcast. Right, there we go. The pre-chorus, tell me... No, tell me now. I'm not sure tell what it was. Tell me now. Tell me I now. Because it just won't stop. Yeah. You will find your flow when you go robot. Well, there you go. That sounds exactly like the lead in to the, to the chorus of Get Lucky by Daft Punk. It's it does. Exactly the but same. But I, I love that vocal delivery from the Swan. I it's, think it's great. He sounds really good there. It's great. But first time I heard it, I thought that sounds like something that I know. Then it came well, from you, Get Lucky. I thought you were going to do the quiz. Of what song does this sound like? I was ah. primed with my answer. Were you? Um, right, apologies, we'll just get into that. Don't bash your paper so hard. Sorry. Sam, I really think the pre-chorus into this song sounds like a song that I've heard before. I'm yeah. going to give you the opportunity to give me A, the band, and B, the song. For each well, thing I'll is say the song, shall I? Well, give me the band first, if you know the band. Okay, I'll go straight into the song. I'm going to say <laughs> Fortune Faded. No. It's always Fortune Faded. I know. Stop hitting your paper. Sorry, I'm getting aggressive. No, it's, da- it's Get Lucky by Daft Punk. Oh, that was going to be my second guess. Okay. But, but please do stop hitting your paper. Okay. Um, bridge section doesn't do much. Good backing vox on the last on the last chorus. Yeah, there's some nice... Very understated, but that, there's some really good stuff. There's there some really is a very stuff. nice descending synth line. Is there? I didn't pick yeah, that out. It, which I know you like descending I lines, I love generally. descending lines, yeah. So I'm surprised you didn't... Uh, didn't pick up on that. No, it's, I didn't. It's good. Okay, so we're saying this is a Brian Danger Mouse Burton produced song. Yeah, well, they're all I'm also by going to he say was he was involved. I'm also going to say that this, the although the end is a bit weird, and when you listen to it in isolation like that, it's it's you know that is sort of exaggerated. But it does when you listen to it in order lead very nicely into the next song. Which is um, feasting on the flowers? Well, shall we listen to it in order? Yeah, I, th- I think I think we we shall. But I do also. I would just say to anyone who doesn't do this, listen to the album in its entirety, especially when you're listening to a band like the Chilies, because they do put thought into the in, into the ordering, into the track and the leading. Okay, yeah, they do, don't they? They well, they do. And can I just check when you say for anyone who doesn't do this, do you mean for anyone that doesn't sit and listen to an album for the first time, listen to each song twice? then talk about it, then broadcast it worldwide on the internet. Yes. Everything that says about their fifth thing was a common and done, it's a life supreme. I do and I don't, well I do and I don't, oh yeah, yeah. Pacing on the flowers so fast and young, it's 
Okay, out of Feasting on the Flowers. First time yes. I've ever heard Feasting on the Flowers. I've now heard it twice in my life. We have. Do you want me to go first? Yes. I thought that was fundamentally great. Excellent. But I have some issues with it. Right. Um, what's your feelings on Feasting on the Flowers? I like it. I really like it. It's a great song. It's, I enjoy singing along to it. I love the guitar part from from Josh. Yes, I I love it. I think Josh shines within this song. I think Anthony shines. Um, There are times when Flea shines, and there are also times when I love the work from Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you just call him Smith? Because I know you like it when I do that. I do. Um, Okay, I have to say that on this one, on those first couple of passes, Mm. I didn't pick up so much on Flea or Smith. <laughs> um, okay. Obviously, they were there. I think Definitely. actually, on the on the first list, I thought this was a bit more a uh, bit more of a raw, normal sounding, chilly song. No, okay, Smith guitar, oh. Smith guitar sound, <laughs> yeah, Smith drum sound. Yeah, well, Smith can play the guitar. Let's not forget that. And Josh. Uh, well, oh, we know Josh can play the, the drums. Kling, what's he called? The Klinghoffer General? The Klingmeister General. The Klingmeister General can play the drums. He can. Oh, the Hoffmeister General. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It changes week on week. Well, fortnight, fortnight on fortnight. Yes. Okay, well, I honestly, I thought there's a lot to love about this song. There's a lot going on. Um, excellent riff from, opening riff from from, uh, from Josh. Yeah, that's that stuff, that, that uh, Josh and Flea, Playing together, that that yeah. riff is good, and it's a, it's an unusual guitar part, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's, a, it, it's weird, yeah, yeah. But it also it goes into a lovely um, bit of bit of work from him hmm. on the um, on the verses as well. Yeah, it's it's quite sort of plinky plonky, I call it. Well, no, I think we, that's a technical term. No, no, plinky plonky is a technical term for. John Frusciante's elect- oh, yes. electric output. Not to be confused with that type of Blinky Plonky. No, two types of Blinky Plonky. Actually, I thought that, that particular Blinky Plonky Josh bit was reminiscent of Tell Me Baby. Yes. Uh, a song you may have heard of from State of Arcadian. <laughs> Another Chili's album. <laughs> Another, what the odds will be talking about a, a Chili song on this uh, podcast? I, well, it was unlikely. Yeah, I thought that was quite Tell Me Baby-ish. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. No, I, you know... We've both, we both just ended a sentence with the word "you know." <laughs> yeah. What I would say though is that the the vocal work between Josh, 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 and Anthony is wonderful because they 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 work so well together in terms of building each thing. Anthony Anthony sings one thing, and then in the second half, Josh comes in to back him up, and it is just you know we've spoken about it before the way they sort of work together to make things that are fundamentally the same seem different and to build into the next phase of the song. Yes, yeah, you're right. And they There's, do that wonderfully. The backing yeah. vocals are great. Um, as it goes into um, the pre-chorus, it's got lovely backing vocals on the, on the first verse. And yes. then as it goes into pre-chorus, Josh does a more stop-starty kind of backing vocal. Yeah. And he's a wonderful, uh, ethereal voice. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, there is a wonderful moment, though, where everything drops out and it's just Anthony and Chad. Okay. And that... Uh, and Smith. Uh, Smith. Sorry, Smith. Yeah. 
And again, that's wonderful as well. Just ch- sort of switching it up, changing it up, making things sound different, striking to the ear, striking to the chord. Hmm. What that mean? <laughs> well, I just noticed it. Okay. But, but specifically, what does striking to the chord mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so the first time this ran through, I thought this is... It was telling me something and I didn't know what it was telling me. Right. And then, of course, we talked about it after the first time mm. and talked about the fact that it's... It was, in fact, telling you something that you knew all about. Yes. <laughs> it seems to be about Hillel. Yes, it is. And once you latch onto that... Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't latch onto it immediately. Well, I did. I wrote... The first time at the top, I wrote Hillel. Right. But then just wanted to confirm with you that that's what yeah. it was about. Yeah. I, I think so. Well, it's... It gave me goosebumps the second time through because there's some lovely vocal imagery from yeah. the Swan. There is, yeah. Uh, a Life Supreme especially yeah. gave me goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. The, the golden years cut short. Is they say golden years? I think. They say yeah, it's like twenty six a number much too much too short for someone's golden years. Yeah. Lovely. That, lovely. Yeah, it re- really, what, the Swan. It was great on that. Song. What What strikes me about the relationship that they all had was that some thirty years later. You know, they're still writing these these tributes to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. These heartfelt tributes. Um, yes, but let's move on to the solo, shall we? Because for me, it's quite an important part of the song. If by the solo you mean the what I call the bridge, where it turns into even you, Brutus. <laughs> well, yes, but it's it. Yes, again, it's Josh Klinghoffer playing in this sort of what I call slapstick guitar style. Where I can, oh, right. I can okay. almost imagine, and then with the piano as well. Well, it's also Josh Klinghoff on the piano. Well, fine, but you know where he does this sort of—it does—it just reminds me of, of a sl- sort of slapstick film. Really? Well, that's that like the wow, yeah, yeah. Well, that is him on Wawa, yeah, covering even you, Brutus, yes, whilst playing Flea's part from even you, Brutus. Well, I think he was answering the question: which song would you most like to hear the Chili's cover? And his answer is... Even you, Brutus. Brutus. So he stuck it on Feasting on the Flowers. Yeah. I mean, but that is blatant. But that's pure, pure Klinghoffer. Yes, it is. That's his style. It's something that he brought to the band. It's not... That, that particular style is not something that I'm overly fond of. Well, I love that part on Even You, Brutus. And I like... Lo- yeah, I think also, it fits more with... There's a specific rhythm to that part, which... And it's a, for me, it's a bridge... So it bridges literally yes. bridges one part of the song to the next. Yes, and it's a tempo. It's not t- maybe not a tempo change, but a rhythm change. Yes, and that rhythm is even you, Brutus, and it's a shame because it it for f- me though it works a lot better in EYB. Uh, well, and for me, and for me, because for me, this is where the song. I can I see you weren't happy. You th- you threw your arms up. In consternation. Ah, did I? Hmm. And I thought, what's going on here? Once you hit the bridge, it doesn't then go anywhere afterwards. It, go, it, it goes into a well, it goes into a last chorus. Yeah, this song follows the classic Chili's mould of verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. Mm. But it's, it's... It's scar tissue. Is it? I thought scar tissue was... It's many verse, others. chorus, verse, chorus, solo, chorus, chorus, outro. No, verse... Chorus solo. Oh, you're going to pick me up on the on the uh, you know the actual fact, the semantics. Then, yeah. then, then you know we could be here a long time. My problem is it hits the bridge. I don't particularly like the bridge. No, 
Um, and then the, the last chorus is uninspiring. It doesn't build to a big end. It, it just kind of ends. Again, this, this a little bit like Go Robot. It, it peters out. Yeah. This song had a... Had, well, I said Go Robot was too long. This song was too short. It had this a song could to, have gone somewhere. It could, it could have, have really had a little outro solo like Scar Tissue, It needed, for example. Yeah. <laughs> well, should we, should we talk it about really, the song structure of Scar Tissue? It really tissue? could have <laughs> stuck to that song structure and, and become an absolute classic. First chorus, first... Yeah, honestly, this song had a, a chance to be a, a, a really great song. I think it is a really great song, but I agree with you that the ending, yeah, well, the slapstick bridge is a little bit off-putting, and the ending is a shame. It's two thirds. But I don't get me wrong; I do like some aspects of the bridge, and I don't like one hundred percent hate Josh's guitar in it. But I just find it a little bit jarring and a little bit comedic. Okay, but yeah. that's just to my ear. Yeah. I don't find it comedic per se. No, I know, but I, it's just to me. I think, I think we're I think we're going over old ground here. Well, maybe we are. Shall we move on and go to the next song? And shall we just give a shout out to Marcus Scheidendorf, Scheidendorf, who suggested this idea in the first place? Well done, Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. And shall... He's, where's Marcus from? Oh, Australia. Oh, the land down under. Yes, and uh, there's Wonderful. a song about that. There is. Now, shall we move on to Detroit? Yes, if we must. Okay, the default is, if you ask where is X from, from it's or, normally Australia. Australia, yeah. 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 90% of the people that listen to the show are from Australia. Yes, and the other 10%? Are from Scotland, Ireland, uh, Venezuela. Oh, you <laughs> mentioned a country that started with V I'd never heard of last time. Oh, Vanuatu. Yeah, is that a real country? Yes. Oh, that was great knowledge. Okay, Detroit. Yes. The Motor uh, City. Oh, man. Now, this is... Here's a musical fact for you. A song. Motown is called Motown. Yes, because it uh, originated in Detroit. Which is the motor, the motor... City. Yeah, the Motor City or the Motor Town. And which famous company particularly manufactures their cars in Detroit? Great question. Do you know the answer? I do. I'm going to go for Chrysler. No. Ford? Yes. Oh, I was going to say Ford first, but I went for Chrysler. Damn it. Okay, shall we listen to Detroit? Detroit. In the first for uh, Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast, my brother Samuel D. Townsend mm. will be unveiling a Lagunitas, I believe you. Yes, this is tonight's sponsor, Lagunitas IPA. Indian Pale Ale. Yes, and I'm going to do a live unveiling. There it is. The lid's off. The lid is off. off. This is to be approached with caution. Well, you said you were going to have eight beers tonight, and I thought, that's uh, given their bottles, I thought that's a little under for your normal yes. intake. But Lagunitas is 6.2. So, uh, here we go. I'm looking forward to trying it. Thank you to Lagunitas. Brewed in 
Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. The Windy City. Yes. So uh, our brothers across the pond providing us with tonight's ale. Here we go. Mm. Can I sniff that? Because I know I think that will smell disgusting. It's very nice. It's quite a... Oh, dear. It's Take a, it away. It's a strong flavour. Of course it is. It's 6.2% and but it smells like it. It's very nice. Fla- I'd call it a full flavoured IPA. Would you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Well, I am drinking, as usual... Carling. <laughs> <laughs> God, don't taste of anything. That's why you don't get drunk and I do. <laughs> you might be right. thing is, I'll have 10 Carlings, maybe. Yeah. So you're eight Lagunitas. Well, I'm only having four Lagunitases and I've already had four Ho Gardens. Right, so you've drunk all your hoe gardens. The hoe gardens are down the down the, straight down the throat. Right, so now you're on to the lagunitas. Yeah. Well, thank you, lagoon, lagunitas. The lagunitai. Yes. Well, what is, yeah, exactly. What is the plural of lagunitas? I think it's lagunitai. Well, you're going to have four lagunitai. Yes. <laughs> Look, I'm a fan of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Go on. That was, by turns, quite good. Right. And, and terrible. I mean, I, it's not often I use the word terrible to describe a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. No. Or a part of a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. But there were times in that song, I would be embarrassed <laughs> to show that, that song to a, to a potential Red Hot Chili Peppers fan. I've been embarrassed to show that song to my wife. On the sliding scale of of my Red Hot Chili Peppers fandom, that song is very low. I don't like it. I never have. I like some of it. Which part? The beginning. Right. You've got a lovely, oh, yeah. a, 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 an okay guitar riff. It's nothing inspired. Yes. But then Flea comes in with a kind of galloping style bass. Yeah. Which was nice. Yes, yes. Chad comes in with a decent kind a of decent sort of sound. Rock, rock beat. Yeah. yeah. That's all, that's all fine. no problem with that at all. Then there's a problem. The swan on the first half of those verses is singing long held notes and not doing it particularly well. Well... The, the thing is, he's got a, he's a slightly affected vocal sound. It's very high in the mix. Yes, you're which right. I, which I it is. It is. I hadn't actually picked up on that. Um, and we, we spoke before, didn't we, about how they are, they are, in essence, a jam band. Yeah, go on. And this, to me, just seems like something that the, you know, the players enjoyed. It sounds good. But doesn't necessarily work once you get the swan in on it. And to be honest, you know, it's not one of their best. Even if they just played it as an instrumental, it wouldn't be one of their best. You know that Rage Against the Machine ripoff song that they played on the B-sides a couple of episodes ago? Yes. I'd rather listen to that. Uh, slow and numb or something else. <laughs> Slowly, deep Slow, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slowly, comfortably numb. Yeah. And that was pretty shit. Well, yes. I've lost my notes, unfortunately, for this one. But, Again? Um, yeah, they've gone. Well, there's only oh, two. No, they're, here. Yeah. they're under the Lagunitas. Ah, the Lagunitas IPA. Yeah, I've got them. How's that going down? Yeah, nice. It's uh, you know you've got to take it easy on it. Right, I'll tweet to uh, Lagunitas. Yes, Detroit. Here we are. Okay, so what do you make your notes? All right, it sounds like a jam. That's what I've put that they enjoyed. You know, I've touched on that already. The vocals, 
look at that. They, for me, yeah, they, they, you know, again, they, they lack any, any kind of nuance, any kind of variation. And that's, you're absolutely right. Oh, God. Again? Yeah. God, you are, you are two for two there. Mm. It's not often I completely agree with you, but the lack of nuance is... Is striking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I feel as well, on, uh, the Swan is, is pushing himself on some of it as well, noticeably. Would you like to describe some of the faces I was making while I heard that song? Well, they weren't positive, I'll <laughs> say that much. They were negative. I've heard that song twice in my life. But there's some nice bass work as well between the choruses and the verse. Yes, there is. Uh, there's some nice stuff on the mini solo from JK yeah. and Flea again and it, during that time. Absolutely right. Chad's obviously having a good time because he's being allowed to play the drums yes, there properly. You go. He's not understretched. Yeah. Well, he's not overstretched. Do you think he's just the right amount of, of stretched? I think he's, yeah, he's just sort of, you know, l- just laid out nicely. Nicely laid out Smith. Yeah, as he's known. I'll just say this. It's not one of my favourites, but I don't skip it. Okay, I agree with you about Josh's solo part. I love that kind of, that's classic Josh, that's Ethiopia solo. It's just a repeating part that that goes on, not as long as Ethiopia solo, but it sounds good. Uh, And Flea's bass is really noticeable there. You've picked up on that. Yeah, He he essentially plays the same thing twice, but just with a bit of nuance at the end of the second... Are we now uh, going to describe everything with nuance? <laughs> <laughs> I had to yeah. work out how to spell nuance. Wait, it's N U A. Hang on, N U A N C E. Nuance. How do you spell it? The first time, yes, that's what I went for. It's like new new dance with no D. Yes, that's right. Although the second time I've written it with an E. Really? Oh, there was an E on the end of it. As as an E instead of the A. Really? Yeah. But there we go. Okay, so I'd like to get delve a little bit deeper into these verses. Oh, yeah. The first half of the verses from The Swan sound bad. And I was, at that point, deeply concerned. Yeah, I, I mean... I thought, surely we've hit a low point for this song. Ah, but then? Well, then the second half came in. The first half, he's singing those long notes. The second half of the verses, he's he, he's picking up. It's a different, um, it's different meter. Yeah, it's it's bollocks. Okay, well, he sounded better <laughs> in the second half of the verses. Right. Okay, and but the rest of the band sound great on the. Yeah, verses. they do. That's what I mean. It's quite clearly, this is a, a, a jam they've all been having, where they've all been giving it stacks. Chad's finally, you know, Danger Mouse isn't there. Chad's being allowed to play it full volume. Oh, are you saying it's a non-Danger Mouse song then? Yeah, definitely. Right, so it's a non-Danger Mouse Burton song. Yeah, he at one point he even plays that sound, whatever that is. You're, you look like you're trying to hit a splash cymbal. No, you know, it's, yeah. not, it's not a cowbell, but it's something similar. The, the ride? No, when he plays that ding. Oh, is that just the bell of the ride, is it? Yeah. Well, oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking You look like is you're hitting... Is that the bell of a ride? It's you look, very loud if it is. You look like you're hitting the bell of a ride. No, he's... You know, at the beginning when he's... Ding, 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 ding. Right, he's stop. That. Stop. We'll check this out now. Pausing. We're back after pausing. It's not the bell of a ride. It's on the four count. One, two, two yeah, three. three Bong! One, Whatever two. it is. It sounds like a part of a thing. It's, <laughs> it's something metallic. Anyway, so he was given full freedom. He and was, he thought, Danger Mouse isn't here. I'm going to play my drums really loud. We're going to play a rock song. And I'm going to hit this bell of a thing. Well, Danger Mouse was there. Uh, well, he was there He afterwards. might not have had a writing he, credit. Yes. Because exactly. you're talking about pre or post. I'm talking about... 
No, well, I'm just, oh, okay. Oh, if you're saying pre, it's a song written in that pre period. Yes, I understand. Yeah, apologies. Yeah, and Chad does or Smith does make that noise. Well, he certainly does. Yes. Anyway, it's getting back to the song. Dep- I'm just going to say, Go musically tight and powerful, but leaves me feeling cold, and I've never warmed to it. Really? Yet yeah. you never skip it. I never skip it. Now, just I- in case I warm to it. <laughs> so far. Nada. Hasn't happened. Nada. Now I can speak Spanish. Isn't that Spanish for nothing? I think so. Yeah. That's John Nada in the film They Live. John Carpenter from They Live. He's called John Nada, which means John, mm, John Nothing. nothing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the pre chorus in this song is great. Is it? Yeah. Before they get to the chorus, it's really, really good. It all comes together. It's got a bit of Josh backing vocals. The swan tightens up. Yeah. Stops singing rubbish. About cars. Yeah. Oh, everything comes in. Yeah, the whole thing is great on the pre-chorus. Well, maybe that's really why good. I don't skip then. Yeah, well, you've got a weak verse, yeah, then a really quite good pre-chorus, and then you get to one of the lowest points in my entire Chili's <laughs> ex- my, my entire career. To this Chili's point. or otherwise, and I'm serious. This Christ. is as bad. This is strong. This these is strong. Uh, these are strong words. These are strong words. That chorus is as bad as I find uh, "Naked in the Rain" to be. And I know that you're not a big fan of Naked in the Rain. That's, okay, that, so here's the big a question. Nadir, it's a new Nadir. Let's, let's, let's get down to it then. Would you rather listen to Naked in the Rain or Detroit? I'd rather listen to uh, Detroit, I think, because it's shorter. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And Tactical. I, there are bits of this song that I like, the pre-chorus. Yeah. But this one is at, literally off-key. No, yeah, he's struggling. He's singing off-key. He's not just struggling, he's no. failing. Well, I would just and go as far as say struggling. Well, he, no, he's failing. No, I won't. I won't hear Sam, that said. Sam, I won't hear that said. Sam, after the chorus, after the solo, there's another chorus. You're driving and, me to the Lagunitas. Yeah, I know. I've driven you back to six point two Lagunitas. He's off key, and it's it sounds mm. shit. Mm. Please don't swear. I'm sorry. Strong words. He sounds <laughs> rucking shit. Oh Jesus. Okay, well, you know, I'll go as far as to say I'm not keen on it. Right, I will go as far as to say this is... This is garbage. This, yeah, it is garbage. Yeah, I don't like it. Right. However, at the but ending... you haven't heard the next one. <laughs> oh, no, come <laughs> on. No, I prefer the next one. So, uh, the, yeah, uh, just about. Did you notice at the ending John gets his uh, Rain Dance Maggie guitar sound out? Who, Josh or Josh? Josh, oh no, see, the swan has pushed me over the edge. Yeah. Josh gets his Rain Dance Maggie sound out. Uh, so, yeah, during that ending. <laughs> yes, that's right, he does, yeah. That. The ending's fine. But, oh, my yeah, God. the ending's fine because they go back to that nice, sort of heavy intro, don't they? Yeah. yeah. No, but before they go lock into that intro, there's, there's, a, there's a bit where the swan is desperately trying to sing the chorus and John comes in with the Rain Dance Maggie sound. Josh. Oh, my <laughs> fucking God! Honestly, this might be it. What, why? I don't know. What do you mean by it? The end? Well, the end of all times. Oh, Jesus. All right, well, Detroit. That's what Detroit least has done Least favourite so far? Well, least fav- one of the least favourite chili songs I've ever heard. Wow. Right, thank you, the Red Hot thank Chili you, Thank you, John. <laughs> yeah, cheers, John. <laughs> Actually, I didn't mind John's bits. Yes, I told her that I'm the older cat Can I scratch your back all day? I wouldn't See the we. What are we ever gonna 
I'd just like to preface what I'm about to say by saying that I, I do like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. And there's certain bits of that song that I really, really... That's a great two-minute song. There's only two bits that I, I don't like, or three. Well, there's, only, there's not that many bits Those of the song. Those bits. Right. We don't, need to t- we don't need to say which bits they are. <laughs> it's the bits where it goes shit. <laughs> that's a great... I could see us in Earl's Court. Me and you. Arms round each other. And other people. And other people. Getting... Really enjoying that. Jumping that hard, up and down. That hard rocking section, yeah. Really getting... We that, are all just soldiers what, in, that's the, a, in this battlefield of life. Yeah, it's a great chorus. Yeah. It's got great... Um, it's got it's great got backing great, vocals. It's got great everything. Yeah, Flea, Every- is, Flea is doing those little extra fiddly bits of bass in it as well. Yeah, Josh is layering on the guitars. Smith is beating away like a trooper. That's a fantastic... Oh, what did um, the Swan rhyme trooper with earlier in this album? Oh, uh, no, yes. I did mean to mention that. <laughs> um, he says... Um, it's a classic Swan rhyme. Sometimes I feel like a sentimental trooper. Uh, and then he rhymed it with Alice Cooper. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah that was I, what I've was always won- I've always wondered about that is whether he wanted to write a song about being a sentimental trooper, or whether <laughs> first, or whether he had in mind a song about Alice Cooper, and then obviously decided to meld the two together. Well, what else rhymes with sentimental trooper? trooper. <laughs> well, Cooper, Cooper. Well, yeah, Cooper. The thing is, if you if you do feel like a sentimental trooper, which obviously he did, he he, he did at that time. Um, you, I guess, the only thing you can really talk about at that point is uh, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, you're just, quite right. It just happens to rhyme, I guess. Now, I I did see Alice Cooper at Southampton Guildhall on a free ticket from the Daily Echo. And did you feel like a sentimental trooper? I did all the way through it. <laughs> yeah, but you just didn't know it till now. And that was the day that the lukewarms went on Richard and Judy. Actually, that went to see Alice. Have we told oh, this? Oh yes, I do. Have we told this story before? No, and we shan't tell it on air. We'll maybe maybe next time. Okay. Well, but next I do, time on air. I, yes, I do remember you going to see Alice Cooper though. That was funny because we had a beer at the Platform Tavern in Southampton. Did we? Oh we, yes, we, that's we were, right. We were all getting drunk, and then you had to leave us and go see Alice Cooper. Who, when you say we, who was that? Uh, me, my wife, and some other people. Right. Yes, and then I'm, well, I went to meet Jez yeah. to go and watch Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. Look, yeah. Trust me, I got drunk at the Guildhall. Oh, I'm sure he did. And Alice Cooper did his classic hanging himself on stage thing, oh. which was he did schools out. <laughs> what do you mean? No, it was thoroughly entertaining. Right. Um, but yeah, that did happen. It did. It did. Yeah. And that was the day that 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 you first felt like a sentimental trooper. Yes, but also the, the day that. Um, we appeared on national television. Yes. In Hang on, I told you we weren't going to talk about that until the next <laughs> no, episode. In the guise of a Red Hot Chili Peppers cover band. Yes, we did. British British it's, on, it's, uh, it's available on YouTube if you type in Richard and Judy, the lukewarm chili peppers. Can I ask a question? We're not on it, though. It's only our drummer. And, and Jez is in it. Oh, yeah. And I'm in it as well. No, you're not. No, Actually, not. me and you aren't. V- vocally, I am. Though. Yes, and guitar-wise, I am. Yes. But the bit of the video that they chose to air on Richard and Judy... Yes. Only featured uh, Steve and, and Jez, the, the drummer and bassist. Yes. Okay. Is that actually on YouTube? Uh, I think so. <laughs> you sound unsure. Well, I am there. Okay, back to this gibberish fucking rubbish song. Well, no. It's no, not actually, I'll, I'll take that back. And this is another reason why I never skip this song, is because I, I, I love everything apart from the stupid... Well, the problem is, mate. Yeah, buddy. That's too much of the song. Well, I know. Tell me about it. I hate. Why what? do you? How do you think I know all of the words to those stupid bits? 
Because I like the rest of it, so I'm forced to listen to it. And there are some terrible words in those stupid bits. By the last time they do the stupid bits, he's... uh, Right, I'm going to talk through this, because actually, I'm irked. I'm more irked than I was on the previous song. He is. Great start. Yes. Fantastic. Nothing wrong with that at all. And then... And then what happens? It turns into musical theatre. Yes, it turns into another slapstick song. One of my big bugbears is... Well, actually, by slapstick this time, you're right. That is comedy, that bit. Yeah, I know. Last time it wasn't comedy. No, it just put me in mind of comedy. Yeah, but this is actual comedy, and it's bad comedy. And I'll say, this is the third time I'm going to try and get into this. One of my big bugbears is songs that do that kind of shit. Yes. Where they... It's two different songs and they just There's smash no them together. There's no excuse for it. That's fine if you happen to have two very good sections that fit together really well. But if you've got a, a really good song and then you want to turn it into what can only be described as a laughing stock, mm. then... That is a laughing stock. When we put it out on Reddit and, and um, Twitter before we did episode one... I very much doubt anyone... People were talking about this song as one of the weaker songs. Oh, I had no, no idea... How, That's, how did that get on the album? I don't know. I really don't. Why don't you just edit out all the musical theatre and just have that great rock section? Yes. And I think why this, the reason the Swan called it an unpronounceable word was because he was trying to put the rest of the band members off having it on the album. It's a joke. But it didn't work. Those sections of the song are, are, are a bad joke. Yes, they are. Well, I, let's say no more about it. Well, no, I want to say this about it. Let's say more about it. He rhymes. I must report that life is... Short, so of your love, I'll have ten quarts. Yes. How did that get past anyone in the lyric writing stage? Not sure. And then he rhymes... You and you will not repent for sitting on my elephant. Yes, that's exactly what he says. It's ridiculous. I know all these lyrics. And then something about all all the animals... Yeah, well, is he, is he Doctor Doolittle at this stage? I'm not sure that he is. In fact, I'm sure that he's not. Oh, he's a swan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, he, <laughs> he is. can talk to himself. But let, let's just leave it at this. You know, let's not get bogged down. Let's not let this shape our thoughts for what's to come. Okay, well, I'll end on a positive. At the end, when they get out of the joke section yes. and back into the slightly yes. more stripped down end section, yes. the swan goes to a really great place. Yeah, he I think does. maybe on the penultimate line. Yeah. Uh, he, when he screams it. Yeah. Yeah. Great he, stuff. The swan very rarely screams anything, mm. but he, he repeats um, that line yeah. three times and he screams the last one. Oh, the penultimate, the penultimate one. one yeah. yeah. And um, it's great. Yeah. So shall we agree that in this Tongong yeah, there is a great song in there. Yes. And there is some musical, there's some bad musical theatre. Yeah. There, yes. It's... You don't, you don't seem to agree with my description of bad musical theatre. No, I do agree with it 100%. In fact, uh, I, and, and I know that you'll support me on this, I agree with it 110%. I won't agree with that, <laughs> because as the Simpsons say, you can't go above 100%, because otherwise it's gibberish. You can. I will make this point before we move on to the next song, because this is another thing that irks me, and I'm right on my high horse now. You are. Don't say that you like something 110%. It's nonsense. It's it. Well, who says it's nonsense? Though? Who's well, me, because as soon as you say that, there's no, there's no top set. But who, 100% who's is set the, most. the bar at 100%? Well, whoever did, that's the rules that we operate by. Right. It's, if you say, oh, I love it, okay, you like 110%, guess how much I like it? Yeah, more. 
Yeah, 111%. Okay, so, yeah, you're, you're saying it as John said. Um, we, well, I can't remember what he said. But <laughs> he said it. It's about limitations. Limitations are set, only then can we go all the way. Oh, quite. So what that means is... Don't say anything's above 100%. We set the limitations, and that is how we determine whether we've gone all the way. Okay, in a classic uh, university-speaking style, we've forgotten to stick to the rules. Sam, did you think Detroit was a Brian? Danger Mouse. Burton song. Pre-Danger Mouse. I'm saying Danger Mouse, it was pre. Pre, okay. And this Dagongi Gongi? This gibberish word, I would say there's no way he had a hand in this. So I don't think he was involved. It's impossible to say. No, he absolutely didn't. I would stake my reputation on it. Okay, well, you're, what, you you're saying have a reputation. You're saying pre pre danger mouse. Burton. I'm saying Oh yeah, sorry. Prost. Prost. <laughs> yes. That's sitting on the fence. Yes it is. So no, only because you said pre with such confidence. So you're saying post. It's my chance to to um really stake a claim. Yeah, as a as a serious member of this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> And one day I will consider you a serious man. <laughs> well, no, so this gibberish word you're saying is pre? No, I'm saying post. But I know it's pre, okay. so I'm saying uh, pre. No, too late. No, no it's not too late. Too late? Too late. No. I'm post, you're pre. No, hang on. Uh, yes, fine. <laughs> no, just to set the record clear. Um, we're both pre. We're both pre. Did you like that one? We're back in more familiar territory. What good songs. Yes, good songs. That was, whilst by no means perfect. Encore is a good song. It really, really good. I mean, I've heard that song before. Have you? I heard it on Stadium Arcadium. It was called Hey. Oh, right. Uh, no, no, come on. No, Let's but, be fair. Okay, that, that intro is great. Yes. Uh, but it's a slightly... I, it felt to me like that, the first part of the song, the... Um, the intro line and the verse line is a, is a, a variation on hey. Right. It's not fully playing the, the chords, but it sounds similar to me. Okay. But I was backing from another territory. I it loved it. Struck your, yeah. It, yeah, it struck that chord with you, I can tell. It was. Because you just told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very. It was. It wasn't. Oh my God, it's difficult to describe. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I think it's an instant, instantly likable song. Yes. Um, yes, that's right. It's it's uh, vocally fantastic from the yeah, Swan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lyrically, really good actually. I enjoyed the lyrics. Yeah. Um, Ch- uh, Smith is underused. To be, oh to be my fair. god! He basically does a, a just a, a single just, bass drum beat kicks, with an open yeah. high, yeah, yeah, open to closed high. But you know that he's comfortable with that because that's what's needed. Yes. Well, he does that also on other songs. Yeah. Better <laughs> Songs on better albums. <laughs> yeah, well, he, you know, he's capable of that, that kind of simplistic playing when required. Um, I really must comment on the Hofmeister General here. Please do. 
He's doing some great work. Yes, he is. And his his uh, his chorus work is lovely. By chorus, do you mean what he's doing? I mean, I mean the verse. Right, actually, okay. his verse his verse playing is is lo- is really nice. Yeah. And then uh, you know, uh, it's an uplifting chorus. Let's say that about it. It, it was, and I've got a GTP for the verses. The, the hammer on the GTP is you play a string and then you hammer on with your finger yeah. to ring the second note. And all that verse and intro line is is him doing that at varying speeds. And Pure hammer. It's really effective. Yeah. Well, that's the great thing about uh, being a guitarist who's got that technical ability. <laughs> well, that's well, it's one of the first things you learn after chords. <laughs> well, well, I don't. I oh, we try at me or Josh, Josh, or yeah. anyone, <laughs> any guitarist, <laughs> <laughs> including me. Yeah, include you, inclusive. Yeah. Thank you. I put verse Josh in subtle. Yeah. So, what do you mean by that? I don't know. I, think I would what, suggest, I, do you mean that he comes in on the verse fairly subtly? I think so, yeah. I just didn't have the energy to write the full word subtly. Well, wow, you see, when I'm making notes, I never, I never know where to, where to stop. I never know whether to just write random words or whether to do full sentences. Well, the, the issue with the way we're doing it now, my first listen of The Getaway, is I'm listening to the song the first time just to imbibe it. Yeah, of course. And then the second time, I'm, I'm making hasty notes. Oh, OK. And you don't know shorthand, I take it? No, I, I know gibberish writing. Yeah. Pre-chorus, I've put classic Josh. Oh, I agree. Now, I don't like the way on the word now, that kind of quick bit of tambourine comes in. Mm. However, you do then get some lovely Josh vocals, which I've I've written the word ethereal to describe ah, Now, there are some more ethereal Josh vocals on this song. It's a fine example of what he's capable, capable of vocally. And it really fits with it, because the swan's delivery is liquid silk. Mm, I would agree with you there. It's, it's some of his smoothest work, on certainly on this album and in recent times. So combine that with the ethereal sound of Josh's own liquid silk. And also, talking about um, liquid silk, <laughs> <laughs> I think on the third verse, in comes the synth, yes. which is really nice. And I would describe, I was gonna, I've written down here, unbeknownst to you, the synths equal liquid silk. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I was surprised. So hang on a minute. So we've got the swan delivering liquid silk. Josh delivering liquid silk. <laughs> and the synth delivering liquid silk. Wow. So there's a lot of liquid on here. And also, to go further about the liquid metaphor, yeah. it's dripping in hand claps. Oh, again, yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, come on. At what point... Does someone go, this song sounds fucking brilliant. Rucking brilliant. Rucking brilliant. But what it needs, I think, is a hand clap. Mm. (laughs) This song particularly doesn't. No. I mean, this might have been the first song on the album and someone said, hey, why don't we do a song with hand claps on? (laughs) I I cannot understand how the hand clap became so prominent. I know who I blame. Who? The Clothmeister General. <laughs> do, do you? And by the Clothmeister. You mean the Hoffmeister. I don't know who I blame. Well, I haven't heard this level of hand claps on any other album. <laughs> They're all to blame equally, surely. No. He John. didn't mention the hand claps in his interview with Mark Maron. There's one, dessert, there's one differentiating... That man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Brian. <laughs> oh, Danger Mouse. But, no. Who were you talking about? That uh, percussionist. Oh, Rafusco. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, no, 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 no. The, the, um, uh, I'm With You isn't dripping hand claps. No, well, not as heavily as this. There's only one feature that's entirely different from everything else. And it's this. Brian. Oh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> please, please pay attention. <laughs> Dangerous. Burton. Yes. Well, I don't know. Can we lay it all at his door? Yes. Okay, we will. Well, he's gone now anyway, hopefully. Well, we don't know that. They, well, come on. Do you think if um, 
Uh, Brian. Danger Mouse. Burton produces the next album with John back in. It'll be dripping in hand claps. Uh, John won't allow this. Right, so it's Josh's fault then? No, I'm just saying John won't allow it. Right. So he'll override... No, I'm saying it's Josh's fault. Right. <laughs> Hang on, let me have a mouthful of beer. Okay, fine. You feel. Do you want I... me to talk while yeah, you, yeah, you do it then? So I've started talking and I haven't got an infinite amount of content. And now what? you're just looking at me. And I'm just, this is my valuable content. Okay. Well, hang on. So far, your valuable content has been you talking about your valuable content. Okay, stop. I'll have a mouthful of beer. Okay. And then you talk. Right, Ready? Fine. Go. Right. When the. <laughs> <laughs> Bit my mouthful of beer out. What? Um, uh, right. Right, sorry. Back to the. I uh, need to have another mouthful of beer. Right, do it after. Let's wrap well, this song you up. Feel? Right, well, I tried to. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Uh, uh, I've said about the tambo. Uh, okay, I've got a note about the fade out. It, it's not often a red hot chili pepper song fades out. No, and I, I'm, I'm more than happy with it. I've okay, got a bit of and what's great about that is it goes back to that line where Josh's. Um, doing little hammer-ons yes and he does but there's also some lovely lovely beautiful little fills mm. he's doing some little fill lead work little fill lead work <laughs> <laughs> little, little Philip lead work yeah he's a lovely guy funny surname as well fill work <laughs> no lead work that's it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little <laughs> Philip lead work <laughs> right fuck this we're closing uh, this one off yeah, it's a great song we thoroughly enjoy it and it's uh, it's got us going it was a much better song than the previous one yeah Just played The Hunter. Just heard The Hunter for the first time in my life. Yes. What's your thoughts on that song? For me, that is the high watermark on this album. I have to say, it's been a long time since the song has struck me in that way. Since I, since I got covered in goosebumps. Since... Well, probably, I'd imagine, since the first time that you heard Little Philly lead work. Well, I think it's the first time I heard Detroit, actually. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was something special. Yeah, that, that song is my favourite song on the album. It, it, not only that, though, it, especially listen to it after a couple of Laguna Tasses. Well, IPA. <laughs> Laguna Tass IPA. 6.2. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on an emotional roller coaster, and that is a, a really fantastic song. I believe from doing my research, a little bit of research previously, that that's about Blackie. Yeah, I'd imagine so. He mentions his father. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Normally when I say Blackie, you say Dammit. Yeah, I didn't need to, because I only do that if you're not talking about Blackie Dammit. Oh, right, okay. How often do I say the word Blackie? If or I'm only not- once before. You were talking about your old guitar that was black. Oh, black! Oh, I called it Blackie. Yeah. 
Right, yes, I was talking about Blackie. Yeah. I'm not going to do it now. I'm not primed. I'm not no, um, he's, not, he's not falling for that. No. But anyway, back to the song. It, as you say, it's, um, it's a song that strikes you hard. And the reason for that is that all four of the band members here are producing their best work of the album. Well, we've, we've spoken before about Chad not doing a lot of being marginalised. He's not doing a lot here, and it sounds like it sounds like brushes to me. Yes, yes, it, you're right. But we have also spoken in depth about him being able to provide what's necessary, and that's exactly what he's doing here. In my research for this song, I I did I did do a bit of background checking without listening. Okay, and it is. I think that's acceptable. Yes, I, I think so too. Uh, let's quickly do whether this is a, a Burton, a, a, a Brian, Benjamin Burton song. Mm. It it doesn't sound like it to me. It doesn't sound like it to me, but also it's. But we're running out of songs where it's not on it. <laughs> well, it's quite removed from anything the Chilies have done before. Okay, have a quick yeah. burp and then then come so back. So I'm going to say, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to go pre Danger Mouse. Okay. Well, I will go... In that case, I'll go post-Danger Mouse. Okay. So we've, we've parted ways. I don't really believe it, but I'll do it. No. Now, this is Josh Klinghoffer on bass. Yes. And it, it, it puts me in mind of when he's playing bass on the John albums. Yes. When we yes. talked about his melodic bass playing. His style is different to Flea. Yes, absolutely it is. And it obviously bears a, a, a serious implication on the sound of this track well chad smith or, or smith as you call him or chad as a, as said that it, it puts him in mind of paul mccartney and mccartney yeah and i agree he was quite successful well he he wrote a couple of good tunes but mccartney was a very very melodic bass player yeah and flea can be that and obviously in the later years flea has been that mm. but what you'll pick up on as you go back to the the shante stuff that um where to me that's why I've heard most of Josh's bass playing. Mm. He's tremendously... He, his bass playing tells a story outside, mm. inside of the song, but also outside of the song. Mm. And what I mean by that is the bass playing enhances the song, but... but uh, what do I mean by that? <laughs> well, do, you mean, do you mean that it enhances the song... Without getting in the way uh, of the song? But also grounds it at the same time. I'll go with that, yeah. <laughs> I lost my way there. Uh, yeah. I'll be the first one, but I lost my way. What I'll say is the bass playing in this song is it beautiful. Is pretty decent. There's nothing at all wrong with this song. No, no, no. And the bass playing is part of that. It's a, it's a, a high watermark, as I say, but especially for the Swan, I think it's, he delivers his content with exemplary skill. Yes, I will say this about the Swan. I do knock him. Sometimes. Sometimes. But this is... Pre- I mean, uh, this better, is better this, or worse than Detroit? Well, better, I would say. Yeah. I mean, this is... this. Uh, what I said about Detroit was I'd be embarrassed to play it to... A non-Chilean. Uh, or my wife, I said. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. This one is sounds phenomenal. He does. You, he describe, does. you described it earlier as liquid silk. Yes. And I think that's what it is on this. Again. So that's two liquid silks then. Honestly, it's brilliant. I sat there. I, you know, I said. I think I said on the on the episode one. There's songs that might grow on me. This one doesn't I, need to. No, I can imagine just sitting back with headphones on, my eyes closed, mm. listening to this song for the rest of my life. 
This song is wow. Yeah, that is a commitment. From now on, oh, Jesus, I'll he, get re- home. he really did enjoy it. Yeah, I'll say Vanessa. That's it. I'm gone. <laughs> no, I'm not gone. Good I'm up, <laughs> goodbye. I'm, I, I'm off. I'm going upstairs to listen to the <laughs> to the Hunter for the rest of my life. Yes. She'll say what the Hunter by Free. <laughs> no, I'll say no. The Hunter by the Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers, featuring but, Little Philip Leadwork. No, he's not on this one. But also, if you if you haven't heard the Hunter by Free, listen to that. Because that previously to uh, fifteen minutes ago, yeah. that's the only song I'd heard called "The Hunter." Uh, now, and I liked that. Uh, but now there's a better song called "The Hunter." This. Yeah, no, it is. It's a great song. It's my favourite song on the album. It's my probably my favourite song of the Josh era. And really, that's a massive claim. Well, uh, just speaking now, after three Lagunitasses, yes, and four Hogarden, and four Hogardens. I was I was affected by that. Yeah, I was affected by it as well. But you're not you're not going to commit to favorite song ever. Well, no, not in the Josh era. No, okay, maybe I've overstepped the mark, but that's how I feel right now. So I'm going to go with it. It's fine. You say this is the way we broadcast. Yeah, it is. We say what we feel in the moment. We have to. Otherwise, we've got no choice. Otherwise, otherwise, be completely what, what we, otherwise, we haven't got time to write the whole script for two hours worth of show. Silence. That's French for silence. It's it. Je m'appelle Ben Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> Flea on the trumpet on the... Uh, yeah, on, lovely. On, on Harks the back bridge. to, you know, to other times when Flea has played the trumpet. Like when he played it with Nirvana during Smells Like Teen yes, Spirit. on Mother's Milk. On and uh, earlier albums. At Sling Castle. He, he takes me back to the <laughs> 80s, put it that way. Now, we are going to have to wrap this song up. I mean, I, I've got more to say about this song. Um, but we are on a, a time limit. We've got 15 minutes to listen to the next song, talk about it, then do the handles, then get the fuck out of Dodge. So let's move on. Uh, suffice to say, w- our hearts were hunted mm. by the hunter. You're quite right. And we will definitely talk more about the song on this podcast. <laughs> Difficult, yeah. a time pressure dreams of a samurai. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I'll tell you what I think. Go on. It, it's not as good as the hunter. No, you're right. But it's not as good as the getaway. It's not as good. No, as, it's, it's not. As not. Good as I mean, Dark it, no. The, the, it's not one. It's not one of my favourite songs on the album. It's not a, a good closer in my book compared to others we've seen in the past. There are things I like about it. There are things that I find underwhelming. I think it starts nicely. It doesn't really move quickly enough for me. It doesn't build enough for me. Even when it threatens to build, it then doesn't. Yeah, I think you're right there. It's another. It's another non. It's a. It's, it's a plateau. It's like when. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's like when Nirvana play plateau at uh, unplugged. It doesn't 
get it doesn't have that particular song doesn't have peaks or lows no and is it just it, coincidental that it's called Plateau yes because actually the song Plateau does have peaks and lows right and it's a great song so uh, yeah I, I mean the swans in, in sound voice again swans fine you know Chad performs nicely all the way through I think it, it gives Chad actually he has some really good building drum rolls yeah yeah, yeah 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 and it, even at the end though when he he's, he wants to break through yeah and, he's not me, and this it? is different for me I've only heard this song once because of time pressures but, yeah um, there's good bits yeah, I mean, nice, nice backing vocals, and also the obviously the vocal intro. I felt the the bass line sounds like "Come Together" but quicker. It's "Come Together" by the Beatles, which goes. Dun, dun, diddle, dun, oh yeah, it does. Yeah, dun, dun, diddle, dun. it does have a little bit of that. Yeah, and that the bass line holds through the verses and into at least the pre-choruses. Yeah, and it keeps on going whilst the guitars and the vocals are changing around it, which I which I always like. I've said this before. I like it when one thing holds yes. and the other things sonically change evolve. around it. Hold and evolve. Well, I evolve, but I don't... Revolve. Revolve. But, um, so would you say that from what you'd heard of that song, you were disappointed, surprised, underwhelmed, or equilibrium? Right. <laughs> That's an interesting choice of... What, what choices? Uh, surprised, underwhelmed... Something else or equilibrium. Well, I'm going to go for equilibrium. Oh, yeah, gone for equilibrium. Yes, the film Equilibrium, starring <laughs> Christian Bale. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Because actually, if, I wasn't underwhelmed. I wasn't no. surprised. No, I can't remember the other option. No, but I will go for. Could equilibrium. have been that though. No, I'm going for equilibrium. Okay, because I did feel pretty much equal all the way through. I because I felt that the the sort of feedback we received online prior to recording this was that this was a very popular song well you'd heard well, we did uh, Specky and Gene Paul picked it as like the best closer or the be- one of the best albums on the song mm. Steve Long said it was his all time favourite and what we do on this podcast is is we respect yeah, everyone's we respect, opinion of course because the thing about music is everyone it's, subje- it's completely subjective but what we are saying is that uh, we, the, it's a decent song but should it have been the closer? For me, definitely not. I'm just going to say to Specky, the Gene Pool, and Steve Long. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Absolutely. And um, let us know. Honestly, give us a. Give us a um, this song might grow on me, but. Nah. Equilibrium. It won't. It won't. I'm going to change the I say it. We said equilibrium before. I'm going to say equilibrium now. I've also written down at the bottom Chad feels repressed and then, then allowed to go at the end. The chorus is a bit underwhelming. Mm. And so the whole thing feels like it, it never managed to... Fulfil its potential. The outro, though, Josh, lovely Vox. Building guitar... The which, outro is underwhelming, though, because it starts... Chad's trying to break through with his drums, and then it finishes Well, then on the that, guitar comes in, then, then some piano comes in. Yeah, and then it finishes in that most purposeful way. Ding, ding. Ding, ding. You're quite right. Actually, we earlier said that how many Chili songs fade out. I'll tell you which outro, which last song on the album fades out. It's Sir Psycho Sexy. Mm. That's the way to end an album. Do, yeah, and, and I mean, they could, obviously and, they couldn't just put. I mean, there are people out there saying this is the best outro song the Chili's have ever done. It's not, and or obviously Sir Psycho is not an outro song. Oh, and neither is. No, yes, no, you're quite right. Neither is the Hunter. No. 
So, I, but um, but both both of those songs for me would have been better outro songs on their respective albums. Yes, just let Sir Psycho fade out and then don't bother with their Red Hot. Don't get me wrong, I like their Red Hot and I think it's a, a really good cover, but it's not as good as Sir Psycho. No, and I think now we're moving on to Blood Sugar Sex Magic. We need to save that golden content yeah. for another time. So I will say that, uh, you know... It's Look, a, first listen, that was a first pass. It was all right. Yeah. And, and, and to be honest, I don't, I don't think it will get any better than that. I like that song. I wish it was better. I wish it delivered more on its promise. But it doesn't. Right, let's do a whiz through then. Yeah, quick whiz through. Okay, from Go Robot. Decent. I enjoy Go Robot. Yeah, I'm just going to give one word reviews. Okay. Feasting on the Flowers. Great. Yes, I enjoyed it. Even you, Brutus. So, uh, yeah. No, it's one word reviews. No, you're doing one word reviews. Okay. Yeah, uh, enjoyed it. Right. Detroit. Poor. Terrible. But the thing is, it's got the great... Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's a decent jam. It's but a 50-50. Don't put it on an album. This gibberish word. Yeah. Uh, really solid song, Ruined by the Middle. And some of the other bits. Musical theatre. Encore. Great. Okay, I'll go with great for the sake of expediency. The hammer-on song, yeah. Reminiscent of Hey, yeah, that was good. Yeah. The Hunter. Fantastic. Genuinely a life-changing song for me, yeah. I think. It's the best song on the album. No, and by life-changing, it will change my life. Because I'm going to listen to that song. Oh, is it Forevermore? Forevermore. Yeah. yeah. It's that good. It's a great song. It's without doubt the best song on the album. I think it will evolve to be that for me as well. Yeah. Good. Dreams of Samurai. I'm doing the old shaking the shoulders saying Re- meh. Reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah. Should have finished with The Hunter. That's all I'll say. I've only heard it once. Yeah. I'll just say should have finished with The Hunter. Let's move and on. And can to- I just say... It should have finished with the hunter. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to the handles. Okay, the handles are as follows. We're going to get them right first time this week because we're pushed for time. As my brother, my dear, dear brother, Samuel, am I say your middle name? Yes. Samuel Donovan Townsend opens his last Lagunitas. We approach, we are one minute over. Mm. We must get through these handles. Mm-hmm. He just present, again presented the Lagunitas to me as if I was a representative from Lagunitas which I'm not. Shall I take a picture of you presenting the Lagunian test? To me, you are. I think you've always said to, that to you, I am the representative of Lagunian Here test. I am. I'm going, to put the, I'm going to put the flash on. I will balance this Lagunian test on one finger. I'm going to put the flash on so that I can tweet this to Lagunian test. Nicely yeah. balanced on one finger. I may or may not tweet that out. So here we are. So as we as we said, we must rush you the handles. <laughs> I've paused to take a picture of Sam holding a lagoon hat on one finger. This is classic. That's how much we're yeah. rushing. Okay. So if you want to get in touch with us for any reason, please do. Um, BenTownsendMusic.net is my website where you can find li- everything about literally the, everything, literally everything apart from the Twitter and uh, Reddit handles. If you want to email me, become an ambassador. You will get a free badge. A pin badge. 
No, it's not a pin badge. No, a badge. it's a 32 millimeter badge. <laughs> it's a badge. Wherever you live in the world, we'll, German ambassador will. Roni, we'll post you a badge. Just send us your address. As we said, we will go bankrupt posting the badges. But you must commit to being an ambassador. Well, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's part. Of it. That's part of the thing. Um, part there's some ambassadors that might not want to give us their addresses for, for data protection reasons. As we that, that's earlier. also fine. You can become an ambassador without, without receiving having a badge. A badge. Yes. If you'd like to be an ambassador without receiving a badge, I'll happily just... Um, you can just email. Email the image. Yeah. yeah. It's a great image. It's a, it's a strong, strong section. And while we talk about ambassadors, uh, just a quick mention to Dan Boyd, who is created... Uh, Boydy. I don't call him Boydy. No, nor do I. I call him <laughs> Dan Boyd, who has created... A fantastic video trailer for us. He has. Very psychedelic. I mean, Dan Boyd is rapidly becoming not only the Scottish ambassador. And not only the 3D animator slash video creator. But one of my favourite people in the world whom I've never met. Well, there you go. Well done. You too could become one of Sam's favourite people in the world that he's never met. Yes. If you do a load of... A if you do all the things that Dan Boyd has done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, email us at bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com yes if you would like to contact me on uh, reddit yes then go for unispeak hyphen rhcp podcast if you'd like to contact sam on reddit go for unispeak nope that's, that's gibberish yeah go for universally rhcp odd sam odd has one d yes universally rhcp odd sam uh, Twitter for me is at universally RHCP. And Twitter for me is at Stack Townsend. Now, once again, at Stack Townsend. We have, oh yes, and stop tweeting at, at Stack Townsend. Jesus. He's. Please, someone, tw- just tweet me. I don't want to sound <laughs> desperate. Just drop me a tweet, even if it's just a little hello, you know. Let's hold our beers high here. Let, I'll hold my carling, you hold your. Lagunitas. We have completed the getaway first listening. We have, and it, I think it's been a triumph. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but I enjoyed listening to some of the album. That's right, you're right, we will do our thing tonight, alright. Take me to the future It's time, you'll find just another color-coded crime 